1: Day six of the WTA Finals continues in Fort Worth. TC Live on the air, presented by SAP. There is one round-robin match remaining, but the semifinals are now set, and nobody had to do any math, which is always the most frightening part of broadcasting the Tour Finals. This is the nightcap. It'll be from the Tracy Austin Group, the world number one, Iga Sviantek trying to stay perfect in group play with American Coco Goff trying to get her first win of the weekend, an extra 110 grand in her pocket welcome inside our tc live studios whoo big exhale after that one with the hall of famers lindsey davenport and tracy austin i'm brett haber it's just the kind of scenario we like in one of these tournaments you win or you go home that was kazatina and garcia lindsey you called the match that was fraught with all kinds of tension
0: everything <laughs> everything you could imagine we had great play sprinkled in with very nervous play it, it's so tough it, these players, they knew what was on the line, and you could see how badly both of them wanted to win. Uh, happy that the last point was so good, mm-hmm. but um, we'll see if Garcia can recover now tomorrow. That's going to be a, possibly a tough turnaround for her.
2: Yeah, it was amazing. It was First of all, you look at where these two players came from this year to get back yep. to the top 10 for Kazakina uh, Garcia. She started in the 70s and to come back and play the level that she's playing at, getting the semis of the US Open, and then coming down to this one last match. I mean, we rarely, we don't have this type of a situation. You're just moving on to a tournament, but it's, win, and you go forward, and it, it's unbelievable how this panned out, and then to finish at 7-6 in the third, you could see the tension, both of them getting
3: mad, <laughs> Lindsay.
2: I mean, they were really throwing bananas and throwing balls. One and that was struggling serving, one that was struggling returning the return. in one game. That, 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 that four-all
0: game that in the third, exactly.
1: I don't know that we need to see that again anytime soon, but if you've caught your breath from your sprint from the boot, yeah, yeah. we're ready I'm to gonna, do the highlight. It, it was Maria Sacri <laughs> awaiting in the semifinals for whoever would win this match. We know they both play a lot of free They both win a lot of free That was a backdrop for this one.
0: Yeah, this was a pivotal game, the seventh game. Garcia had three points to go up 5-2. And Kazakina dug her heels and got a couple of unforced errors and was able to get the break back. And all of a sudden, it was Garcia. Very rarely do you see her lose her temper, but that is what happened. She was so frustrated. She was getting mad at herself. She was talking to her camp. You could hear her yell, but just as fast as she lost it, she got it back early in the second set. This game, Kazakina was up 40-15 and threw in three double faults to lose serve and let Garcia back in the match in that second set. And then Garcia would cruise in the second set. Started to feel more comfortable, got her confidence back, and started ripping her ground strokes again. And she would cruise through that second set in 25 minutes. Then this was the game. This was the adventure game. It was over 10 minutes long, back and forth. Garcia had, I believe, four break points here. Didn't get the break, and onto a tie break we would go. And Kazakina just played it a little too safe. And Garcia continued to go for her shots. And really, in the end, she deserved to win. She was the more courageous player at the end. But how about ending in a 32 shot rally to get through to the semis? And at the net.
1: That's how it ended after two hours and 27 minutes and so Garcia who drops to her knees made the semifinals and her only other appearance at the Tour Championships back in 2017 is back into the semifinals and these are the matchups. It's Sakari against Garcia on the short turnaround and the world number one Sviantek against Sabalenka. I've got some questions about this match because uh, there are a lot. That four all game was crazy. I think she had six break points, Garcia, and didn't put the return in, Tracy, on four of the six. I mean, there's playing aggressive, and then there's playing so aggressive that you're taking yourself out of it. What did you make of Garcia's style of play, and is that sustainable going forward?
2: Well, we've seen that from Garcia before. 2017, she started to be ultra-aggressive. She went aw- got to the top 10, went away from that, and we saw it got out of the top 70. She decided this year with a new coach that she was going to be ultra-aggressive again. And I just think that there's that middle gear that she will be able to find where she doesn't get three of those returns back in play on a break point maybe just go take a little pace off and go up the middle so I just think that you know some players have a hard time it's it's clear how she wants to play she's so far inside the baseline on the returns which puts so much pressure on Kazakina I think produced so many of those double faults because of that pressure but when she finds that middle gear boy she's going to be a lot more consistent
1: what do you think
0: Oh, you know it 's interesting it 's tough to play always that high risk in that red line, and it it gets her in trouble in some matches. she was able to get her way through it in this match, but she has to she has to be able to be more flexible in either where she stands to return or when to pull back and make some shots. I loved how though she kept fighting she missed some big opportunities, and it didn 't really bother her. I was so surprised in the first set when she got so upset, really mm-hmm. out of nowhere, not used to seeing that from her and then in the third set. When you thought maybe she'd get really upset, she was able to stay calm. So, it, again, there were so many nerves going around from both players. But, Garcia, I, I like the way she handled the situation at the
1: end. Well, it was kind of hard to argue with her approach to either this match in particular or her season mm-hmm. at large because she was 79 in the world on June 1st. Now she's in the top six in the world. Uh, I'm sitting here talking to, to one of the premier power players uh, of the last generation. Has she just adopted that mentality? I'm, I'm going to be a banger if I miss I'm going out swinging, and if I make it, I'm going to be in the semis of the tour final.
0: That's exactly what, what has happened for her. It's something clicked along the way. She, she missed the tour for two months with a foot injury and came back and kind of rediscovered how she wanted to play, the love of the game. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, to make that jump into the top five, top four, if she's going to challenge Fiontech, she cannot afford those bouts and matches where she gets a little inconsistent. So, stacy Tracy said, if she can find that middle gear, that is what she needs to work on this offseason. But, I mean, she's two matches away from winning the WTA finals. Just a remarkable year for her. i say
2: one thing. Power, power, but shot selection was key. I mean, when you're in an off-balance position and and you're Garcia, when Lindsay was off-balance, she took off a little bit of pace. You bring it back. Yes, you did, Lindsay. So that's the key is knowing when to put the foot on the pedal and when to back up a little, and that's the next stage for her.
1: Her next match is going to be a very different match, right? Kazakina has all sorts of guile and variety against Sakari. It's going to be power against power. How do you Mm -hmm. see that playing out?
2: Yeah, it, it'll be interesting because Sakari is, seems so consistent. It's kind of more of a similar ball. Sakari's backhand is linear. Her forehand has some topspin, but it's not quite the huge topspin of Kazakina and the slice off the backhand side. Um, I think Sakari I've been extremely impressed with this week. I think once when she, when she qualified in Guadalajara, she's felt a lot less pressure. She's played with more freedom. Uh, I that's gonna be an interesting matchup. How Garcia gets through today, this is gonna give her a lot of confidence as well.
1: We're waiting to hear from Caroline Garcia in Fort Worth. The other semifinal that you saw on that graphic a moment ago is Igashfiantek, the world number one against Arena Sabalenka. Has Sabalenka shown you at any time during her three round robin matches that she's on form enough? to take out the world number one. I
0: think that's the the challenge with Sabalenka is you're never quite sure what to expect or what's going to happen. These two played a really close match at the U.S. Open and it was Svantec who was able to pull through. I think Sabalenka thinks she has a chance and that's sometimes the most important thing when you're playing Svantec. She has to serve well and she has to play big behind a big and effective first serve. I mean, Svantec has been perfect here. I'm actually really curious to see how Svantec handles tonight. Very rarely do you play a match that really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. She's And, you know, she is such a perfectionist. It's hard not to look ahead when you're already in the semifinal and you kind of figure, oh, gosh, I have to play this match now. But in the important match for Svantec is tomorrow so I don't know how she'll be able to handle that it could be tough
1: dead rubber before one of your biggest matches of the year we're going to take a break when we come back Caroline Garcia is going to join Steven Chanda on the set in Fort Worth also have all the highlights to get to from Paris and update on the injury to Carlos Alcaraz it is not great news stay with us on TC live TC live is
4: presented by SAP
0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC.
1: Caroline Garcia just posted her 16th three-set win of the year and easily one of her most important third-set breaker over Dasha Kazakina to get to the semis in Fort Worth. And Garcia standing by on the SAP desk with Chanda and Steve, guys.
4: Thank you so much, Brett. Yes, we've got yeah. the final semi-finalist yeah. of the WTA Finals with us, Caro. Thanks. Well done Thank getting you. through that match Thank for us—the most exciting match of the finals <laughs> thus far. So many highs and lows throughout it. A 32-shot rally to finish. What got you through in the end?
3: Uh, I don't know exactly what. You know, I tried to to kept uh, being very positive, trying to to go for my game style, being aggressive. Um, you know, it's a uh, Every match uh, we say you have to give it all and uh, no regrets go for it and uh, it's always true but in this tournament even more you know it's the last one uh, today we know we did know that the winner was going through in semifinal uh, it's uh, it's a big achievement so i really try to to give everything i had sometimes not, was not always great tennis but uh, i gave the all i had in my inside
2: well, you gave it all, especially in that four-all game where it was 13 minutes with Kasatkina serving. You had six break points. You didn't get it. How did you get over that disappointment and come right back and serve, hold serve, to kind of change that bit of momentum around?
3: Yeah, it was definitely a tough game. I mean, she was up, I think, 40-15, and then I came back, saved some game points, and then got my opportunity. And, uh, you know, I mean, sometimes you go for it, you miss it, but at least you didn't know you went for it. But I did not. I was like, she she served more tactically, like slow to my body. Can do one mistake, but I did three times the same one. I was like, oh, I, I. and normally my game style is to go for it, and I was not going, so I was a bit mad about myself. But after I was I was still five four, and I was serving, so it was no breakdown, and I just tried to focus one point at a time, and uh, and we we'll see where it brings me. And I five all, I, I was focused and it was good.
4: And then in those games, you had your you missed, but fastest serves. Of the total match, I mean, it was 119, 121. Yeah, good. The, the aggression was still there. What does it take to commit to that style and trust it?
3: Um, well, first, I, I do know that's the best way I play tennis. I mean, I cannot play like Dasha. Like, that's a disaster. And, um, and yeah, that's also, like, and I enjoy playing like this. Of course, sometimes, you know, when I was missing my approach for a little bit every time, um, I was like, yeah, but it's not working. I go for it, but it's not working. And then I tried to find solution, uh, more margin, kept, kept going even more. And uh, that's how I won the, the biggest point, I think.
0: Well, you think about your
2: journey to this point. I mean, you made the semi finals in your first appearance at the tour finals. Now,
3: here you are again in the semi finals. What does that mean to you with everything you did to get here? Yeah, it means, it means a lot. First of all, it was meaning a lot to be uh, back in the top uh, eight and to the Masters. Uh, it's been a long journey since 2017, uh, some tough years where I try to learn a lot as a player and as a person. Uh, a couple of, um, not big injury, but injuries that keep you out of playing the best, of training the way you want it. So they are like eating your, your mind, you know, like weeks after weeks. And uh, now I won, I won my ticket uh, today by going forward, going with my game in and I won the ticket for the semi-final. And it proved me that um, even sometimes you feel tired, you feel uh, it's not going well, but you have to, to keep going through, and uh, it will pay.
4: <laughs> to, to summarize how tired she was after this match, normally your celebration, oh, yeah. fly with Caro. Yeah. You didn't even have the energy <laughs> for that.
3: I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't. I was very glad to win that point because I don't know how I was going to be the sixth <laughs> hold, And it was just like a long, very long rally. The, the breeze was out, the legs were out. And, you know, sometimes you just try to keep playing, playing, and uh, it worked.
4: Caro, you know you've got Maria Sakkari next. Yeah. 2-0 against her, including this year Cincinnati. What are yeah. your thoughts on that matchup?
3: Yeah, I mean, the last match in Cincinnati was a very tight one. Um, it was uh, only a couple of points here and there. Uh, she's playing some great tennis, and she qualified in Mexico. Um, I mean, three wins uh, in three matches here, three set, uh, two sets each time, I believe. Um, I mean, she's a great player since a couple of years now, Uh, very solid, uh, moving well on court. It will be a very different game uh, as today, but I will try my best to to recover and uh, do what I do the best.
4: Well, thank you so much for spending some time with us right after that hard-fought match. Congratulations. Thank you so much. And we wish you the best of luck tomorrow.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
4: Caroline Garcia into the semifinals here. In Fort Worth at the WTA Finals, we've got the night session coming up. But for now, we send it back to Santa Monica and TC Live. Brett? All right, Steve, thanks very much. And congrats
1: to Caroline. I think the operative phrase that she used there was no regrets. She said, I'm going to hit it. Sometimes I'm going to miss. And if it goes in, it works. All right. So final thoughts?
2: Final thoughts is she's very clear on how she wants to play. And I think at the end of the day, that's important to her. That's She said it was a disaster if I play the way that uh, I don't play that way. So... She was brave and courageous, and it paid off in the end. All right,
1: more on the semifinals tomorrow in Fort Worth later in the show, but let's transition to the men in Paris. Semifinals there at the Masters 1000, last regular season event of the year, and that meant Felix Oje alias today taking on Holger Runa, meeting for the second time in six days. This was six days ago in Basel in the final. It was a 6-3, 7-5 win for Felix as he won his third title in three weeks. But Tracy, Runa has been on fire this week. Three straight top ten wins, going for his fourth today against
2: Fields. Yeah, and you're just wondering, is one of these guys going to be fatigued? Whether it's physical fatigue, is it mental fatigue? This is incredible that they've played so many matches and both of them looking for their fourth final in four weeks and Holger Rune has just gotten better and better with each match that he has played this week. He is very aggressive. He's starting to finish more points off at the net. He's got so much power off both wings, whether it's the forehand, whether it's the backhand. He's an incredible athlete. He got that early break in the third game of this first set, and that was crucial because Felix has been serving so well. And this is where Felix Oje, Aliasin, just looked a little bit fatigued. Eventually, he goes down for love in this second set. He just didn't have that spark. He was a little bit flat. And Holger Runa, he is so hungry. He is raring to go each and every point that he plays. He's only 19, so he's ready to go. And this is a big deal for him because he's served better than he normally has all season long. One more first serves in, one more first serve points. Fantastic match for Luna.
1: Fourth top ten win in a row. More on that in just a second. But here is the teenage winner with Prakash. That first point,
0: smacked this first serve and came in. Right off the bat, were you, were you trying to send a message to Felix? Was that part of the strategy?
3: Not really. I Maybe hit the return better than I thought I would, but uh, no, I mean, it was the whole plan, you know, to take the ball super early, to to put him under pressure, as I said, and same on the return games, you know, try to take it earlier, try to make the the service box a bit smaller for him, and, uh, you know, it worked well. I needed a great timing today, and I had it, so I'm happy about that.
1: All right, so after winning Florence, Basel, and Antwerp back-to-back, Felix finally loses, but how about this from Runa? The first player to beat four top 10 opponents in the same event other than the ATP finals where everybody's a top 10 player since Corinne Hatchinoff four years ago, also at Paris-Bercy and he's up to number 12 in the live rankings. How do we account for what Holger Runa has
2: been doing?
0: How about in those four top 10 wins this week? He hasn't lost a serve. He lost a serve last against Stan Fabrinka in his opening match when he was down three match points. So whatever Runa is doing with his serve, keep it going. But this also now gets him to Turin. He is either the second alternate Mm -hmm. or the first alternate and most likely likely not to the next gen tournament
1: yeah it's disappointing for us next week but it also depends on what happens with rafa could wind up in the main draw we'll see what happens so that was one semi-final in paris the other one Here's the head-to-head between them, Sitsipas and Djokovic, 10 previous meetings, Novak 8-2, including seven straight dating back to Shanghai three years ago. Of course, it was also the Roland Garros final last year, where Sitsipas, remember, went up two sets to love and then lost 6-4 in the fifth. So, that is the backdrop. How did it go down today?
0: Uh, We had no idea this would end up to be such a close match with how Novak was playing in the first set, able to get the break early on Tsitsipas. And Tsitsipas struggled in his return games, had no break points in that first set, and Novak was locked in. But then pass able to break in the fifth game of the second set. And Novak started to get a little frustrated. Sitsipas started getting more confident. started going for his shots more. He was able to use his forehand. And he was getting three points on his first serve, which wasn't happening in the first. But then in the third, again, pass never had a break point. Novak was defending his serve so well. And pass still coming up with some great shots. And, of course, we would go into a breaker, and this is always tough to play Novak in a third set breaker. Just so solid. His game got better in the bigger points of this match, and this was a big one for Pass. An outside chance to finish the year number one. This would have helped, but Novak just too clutch down the stretch.
1: Novak serving today lost just eight points on his first serve in 14 service games. That volley would send him to match point, and this would finish it off. So Novak improves to 21 and one since the start of Wimbledon. Asked the Bearsie crowd to let him hear it just a match away from his seventh title there. Afterwards, Novak spoke with Prakash about facing young Holger Rune tomorrow.
0: He's a fantastic fighter competitor. Uh, We get along very well. We trained a lot in Monaco, as you said, and uh, I know his family, a really nice family, and uh, he deserves all his success. Uh tomorrow he's going to have a tough battle if he wants to win, you know. Uh, we are obviously uh, good friends of the court, but on the court we are professionals who want to win. So I'm sure he's going to be very excited to play in his first finals.
1: Uh, it's going to be an interesting final tomorrow. The most experienced guy in the draw against the youngest guy <laughs> in the draw now that Alcaraz is out. I mean, Runa started the year 103. Oh, <laughs> I mean... Hello. What, Hello. What do you think about that match? It's tomorrow?
2: incredible when you think about he was still playing challengers in October. <laughs> uh, excuse me, in April, and then now he's 12, and if he wins tomorrow, he can go into the top 10. Uh, the guy's clearly a fantastic athlete. He clearly has a lot of belief in himself. I feel like, remember that he's played Djokovic at the U.S. Open mm-hmm. last year. Took and a F- set off of took him. Took a set yeah. off of him. It was a night match. I hadn't really heard of him too much, and I think he surprised everyone with how big he was going. He's going to go into the match tomorrow, and with all of this confidence, being four top ten, you know, it's a, it's a pretty slow court. He's going to stand right close to that baseline and hit both sides with a ton of power. I think it's going to be a fun match.
1: What does he have to do tactically? Anything differently than... I mean, if he can serve the way he's been serving, that's one thing, right? Can
0: you hold your serve and not get broken by Novak? That's a completely different tough task for Runa. I mean, we talked about it with Felix. Is he going to run out of gas? Well, is Holger going to run out of gas? This has been a lot. Everything has changed for him in this last month. All four of these tournaments have changed absolutely everything for him and also going into next season. I mean, how crazy is that? He could go into 2023 a top 10 player... Mm -hmm. So, I, you know, it'll be interesting to see how he handles the occasion. He's been so impressive in the big matches where he hasn't been overwhelmed. You never get the sense that, oh, he's scared of what's going to happen out there. Um, but I just think Novak's going to have too much experience and also the game style. It's very tough to hit through Novak. And Runa has been able to do that the last few matches. I think it's much tougher uh, against Novak.
1: It was like five months ago we had Caroline Wozniacki here in the studio. And we're like, hey, there's this young kid from Denmark. How do you pronounce his name again? And she was giving us all the two to Runa, Runa. And now... Look where he is. Uh, We've got more to get to on the show. We're going to give you an update on the doubles, both in Fort Worth and in paris Bercy as they make the run towards Torino. Also, an update on Carlos Alcaraz's injury from yesterday in Paris. Not great news, but it means good news for that American you just saw back in a moment. back on tc live and you know there is another singles match to get to in fort worth doesn't have any bearing on the group play standings but still the world number one is on court and coco golf has a chance to get her first win of the weekend that's coming up right after tc live when last we saw carlos alcaraz he was in the second set of his quarterfinal in paris against holger Runa, and he started to feel some pain in his side he tried to play through it for a little while but ultimately Hold the ripcord in the second set tiebreak, and today we learn just how serious it is. Alcaraz tweeting out that he's been diagnosed with a tear in his oblique muscle and that it's going to take about six weeks to heal, which means he has withdrawn from the ATP finals and the Davis Cup final for Spain, and that throws a late shakeup into the field in Torino. With Alcaraz out now, it means that Taylor Fritz moves into the eighth and final spot in the field. It means Herkach and Runa are now the alternates because Sasha Zverev, even though he has the points, is still healing the ankle and is not going to play. And so uh, that's the way we look in Turin right now. But uh, for Alcaraz, Tracy, after a year that has given him everything he ever dreamed of, a Grand Slam title, number one in the world, what a disappointing way to
2: finish. Yeah, it is so disappointing. He started the year outside the top 30, so this has been a dream year for him to win five titles, include two Masters 1000s, of course, the U.S. Open. Anytime you can win a major in in any year and certainly your first, it's going to be memorable. Um, He hasn't really had too many injuries, so it's a little bit of a surprise. It's a disappointment. He's had a long year, and he's had a little bit of a slowdown after the U.S. Open, so... Uh, you know, he needs to heal. He needs those six months. So obviously a disappointment, but he'll be fresh and ready to go for 2023.
0: Yeah, it was Jim Currier at Indian Wells who said, no, he's going to win a major while he's a teenager. Mm-hmm. Like, well, when does he turn 20? It was like next April. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And sure enough, mm-hmm. he did it this year. Amazing year, career-changing year for Alcaraz. Injuries are going to happen through the course of a season, especially one where you've played way more matches than you're accustomed mm-hmm. to, and they're way more physical. But the good news is, is he's taking care of everything the way he should. Good news, we'll see him in Australia most I, likely.
1: I think that was Courier's uh, cheeseburger bet with Noah Eagle that someone was going to win a major as a teenager.
0: Yes, but then he said it was going to be Alcaraz, he and got I very looked specific. at him like, yeah, oh, okay.
1: Never doubt. <laughs> Courier with a cheeseburger on the line. Uh, he has won it, and Noah is going to pay up. All right, let's go back to Paris. We've got doubles to talk about semifinals in that draw as well. Yvonne Dodig with American Austin Krychek. Tracy against the two-time Roland Garros champs, Kravitz and Mies.
2: Yeah, Dodig is serving. He is the veteran on court, and it's Austin Krychek letting that ball drop. The lefty He is the American on court, Texas A&M alumni, and... Nice top spin log. And Dodig and Krychek, they can actually clinch a spot in Turin if they win this match. And Dodig with the forehand up the line past Kravitz. And they get to match point. That lefty serve, such an advantage. Dodig very active at the net. And that's an impressive year. So nice that they are, I think, the fifth team to now clinch going to turn as doubles team.
1: All right, we spin the globe back to Fort Worth, sticking with the doubles. Final match of the round robins today. Kitchenok Ostapenko, 0-2 so far against Danilina and Haddad Maya, who were 1-1.
0: Interesting, though. Kitchenok and Ostapenko still had a chance to qualify two to the semifinal if they were to win this match. Of course, there was so much back and forth. Ostapenko and Kitchenok had a couple of match points in their previous match, didn't win it. But they stayed pretty positive. And wouldn't you know it had come down to the match tie break. And they would get the win. And now they will await to see who wins the last match tonight, Brett. And then we will have our double semifinals. But that that's tough to do when you're 0-2, come back and win a doubles match.
1: That is true. Uh, Ostapenko, by the way, uh, played in this tournament in singles 2017, the year she won Roland Garros. Now she's got a win in the doubles. So our SAP tournament summary is the double scenarios. Tell me if I've got this right, guys. (laughs) Kudermatova and Mertens are in. They're in. If Dabrowski and Olmos win their match tonight, they are also in. In fact, they'll win the group. And the group winner. If Dabrowski and Olmos lose tonight against Kudermatova and Mertens, then Ostapenko and Kichenok. Kichenok RN is the second seat. You got it. That's Come it. on! What were the odds that I was going to...
2: That's a lot of math. SAP
1: helped me calculate all the math on that one. So that's the stakes for tonight with the doubles. Let's go to the social net now on this Saturday, and we're going to start with the next-gen finals because the groups were announced today. We're less than 72 hours from the start. Now my question is, since it's been a very uh, Holgeruna-centric show, is Holger going to play? No chance. No, no chance. No
2: chance. I don't think so. I just think that if he's going to be the alternate there in a week, and possibly if he wins tomorrow, actually he becomes the first alternate, not the second. So it's uh, I don't
0: know. I mean, with question marks swirling about Nadal's health, also. I don't know. He's played so many weeks in a row, also, and then to have a chance to play at the year end. Finals. I don't see it happening.
2: But you look at who has won the year end finals. It's Tsitsipas, it's Sinner, it's Alcaraz. This is the fifth edition, so you, you want to get to The next get gen that, finals. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. next gen yeah. finals, sorry. And Musetti's playing. But uh, I don't know. But It'll what What
1: about the possibility of being the first guy to sweep the next-gen finals and the ATP finals? <laughs> oh, no one's ever know. done that before.
2: <laughs> I be don't playing know. like six weeks in a row. I but, don't
1: know. All right. Uh, like we said, it's a Holgeruna-centric show change to this photo. He plays Djokovic tomorrow in the final in Paris. This was, what, five years ago? He was happy to get a photo with Djokovic we five years ago.
0: love these when we see it from players. Sometimes you see them as ball kids. We see a famous one with Shelby Rogers or Roger Federer here taking a picture with... Five years ago, presumably his idol.
2: That's awesome to see. It's amazing. And think about the inspiration that he got to be this close. And of course, Djokovic spoke about how often they train together. And so when you do that, it takes some of that awe, that aura away from someone like a Djokovic because you've been around him so much. And
1: it's also a reminder to top players to, whenever you get asked to take a photo with a young player, <laughs> be nice because <laughs> you never know when you're going to end up facing them yeah. down take the a road. Good look at them. Um, OK, switching gears to Billie Jean King Cup finals, which start on Tuesday. Team USA is in Glasgow. Taylor Townsend is already there. And from her hotel today, she said this about setting the stage for her teammates.
3: Jess, Madison, Coco, Danielle,
0: Kathy, like I ain't talk to nobody about this. It's just I'm I'm taking this role upon myself to have our team totally lit and turned up. So, y'all just wait, because there's going to be a lit
1: billion can cover. Yeah. Okay, so...
0: The team spirit.
1: But I I have to ask, because I'm I'm of a certain age, what does she mean, lit and turned up?
2: They're going to play well.
1: Can we get Steve on the line? I feel like (laughs) (laughs) that's Steve's lingo. Anybody? Lit, turned up. They're going to take
2: it. They're going to do well. They yep. play Poland on Wednesday and the Czech Republic on Friday. It's a round robin. So. Right, we
0: both have like 15, 16-year-old sons and
1: I, I don't know either. I have to check with them. I, I don't, I, I mean, I, I think it has more to do with the atmosphere off the court, maybe in the team room. Okay. It's going to be lit. I, Let's get Taylor on the line. She is part of the Tennis Channel family. I would think Maybe it's she something can good, though. explain. All right, so here, I'm going to move on because this is a real brain scratcher. It started on I Twitter from Ricky Gervais, who put <laughs> this out there. And he said, If you have to lose three of the following things, <laughs> which three would you lose? Free speech, TV, your smartphone, your grandparents, alcohol, pets, shoes, medicine, cars, or your hearing? You have to lose three of those. And the tennis world started chiming in with answers. Andy Murray said without hesitation alcohol, shoes, phone. I love Benoit's response. Alcohol? <laughs> no no <What>? way. That's <laughs> the best part. So, uh, Lindsay, which three would you lose? I would,
0: well, I shouldn't say this on a show. I would definitely get rid of TV. We don't watch a lot of TV. Lindsay,
1: that's our whole world. I know. I, world know. I, know. <laughs> I
0: said I shouldn't say it. You're
1: just so. saying you would lose the TV in your house, not the whole industry. Yeah. No.
0: Okay. I, I'd get rid of alcohol, too. Uh, I can't get rid of it. <laughs> look at my, look on that
1: one uh, car. I love that. Uh, Hold on, uh, John Leach is on the phone. He's saying, uh, Lindsay, don't give up alcohol." Yeah. Tracy, what about Talk you? What
2: would you do? Lindsay, you know this one. This would be easy for me to give up alcohol. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's because you're always trying to get me to get those shots. <laughs> um, and I would say. Unfortunately, TV also. Because I don't think, but I need the tennis channel all day. Everything but the tennis channel. You can
1: watch it on your phone.
2: And then, that was what I was thinking actually. Yeah, good one. Good recovery, and then I guess pets. I mean, I need my phone. I need shoes. I love, love Charlie. Charlie. Charlie's on.
1: awesome. Okay, I'm going to answer this. I'm also going to say TV because we can watch TV Thank on you. our phones. Oh,
0: you're, you're copying us. Eventually. I'm going to. I
1: gave you the answer, and then I'm copying myself. <laughs> I'm going to say shoes because if everybody's barefoot, fine. I know that makes sports difficult, but whatever. I heard someone in the office ask the cutthroat question. How old are your grandparents? How close oh, are they? Anyway? I know, but I thought it meant in general, I, all grandparents. All grandparents or well, I don't your know. grandparents? My we'll, grand, we'll yeah. put that to the side. <laughs> and then uh, I was going to say maybe. Wait, what uh, were we
2: going to say about grandparents? Say, I didn't
1: get say get that. I'm saying someone in the office asked oh. how old their grandparents were. Wow. I think the implication was that if they're close to kicking the bucket anyway, oh, I don't want to gosh. finish. Uh, Stephen and Chanda are on the line Jesus from uh, Fort Worth. What, which three are you losing, Chanda?
0: You know, I'm going to get rid of medicine. Because I got alcohol. <laughs> that's number
4: thank one. Thank you, thank you, partner. It's funny, but I don't understand that at all.
0: I'm going to get rid of TV because I have my smartphone. I can watch TV on my smartphone. So, you got there's telling my, car. That's there's three. Telling my car. I don't need my car. Y'all come pick me up. Okay. You want me there,
4: pick me up. <laughs> that's, the, that, that's fair enough. Uh, hashtag no new friends. No, no. Don't need to go anywhere. Uh, I, I'm getting rid of the, the TV. I'm getting rid of the pets. I don't have any. I don't need any. And I'm getting rid of shoes. I, I, shoes, I don't need Steve. shoes to walk around.
1: Says the, oh, okay. says the guy who just got $600 cowboy boots.
4: <laughs> not ostrich, quite, by not the quite. Way. Okay. Yeah. Gen- genuine ostrich, but three payments. Right, so
1: hey, while, Steve, while we have you on the line, can you help us out from the last segment? Taylor Townsend says that the Billie Jean King Cup experience yeah. in Glasgow you, you is going to really be, don't quote, know. you lit really don't and know. turned up. We're,
4: we're, Come on.
3: we're old. Just exciting? help us. Kn- to- yeah,
4: it's exciting? Yes, exciting. Which is what we are here we are ready we are litty Liddy,
1: as in g gordon
4: (laughs) and Lindsay, you knew this you and tracy you all knew this
1: we're just playing we're just playing to the trope that we're old (laughs) guys thank you for uh, an outstanding set of interviews today we'll see you later on we're gonna take a break we've got more to get to and by the way a reminder of how the coverage is going to shake out uh next week on tennis channel uh for starters you know the wta finals are eight days so the championship match will be on monday then starting tuesday next gen finals from milan and coverage of the Billie jean king cup finals also the all-american cup from san antonio the brainchild of uh, our nick monroe and the atp finals start one week from tomorrow on a sunday tennis channel will have all of that for you we will be back and lit in just a moment Back on TC Live, feature matches for tomorrow on Tennis Channel starting in Paris. We've got the double finals, doubles final, he said, at 6 30 a.m. Eastern. Then Djokovic Runa in the singles final at 9 a.m. Eastern. Then we've got the semis in Fort Worth. It'll be Sapri Garcia first, Fiontek Fiontek-Sabalenka next. And that'll set the final. As we continue our coverage on this Saturday from both Fort Worth and Texas. Uh, Fort Worth is in Texas. Paris is in France. Uh, just a thought on this match that we're going to have coming up with Coco Golf and Sviantek. I know it doesn't technically mean anything, but but from a player standpoint, I assume that anytime you go on the court, you have to be in a winner's mindset, and you got to want 110 grand, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it all depends on the player. I, I've seen certain players. Already guarantee their spot and not be worried about it. You have other players that always have that intensity. This is a bigger match for golf. This has been this is a match where she wants to end her season on the right note. She's lost her last seven matches between singles and doubles, five already here in Fort Worth. She wants to try and change that momentum around. I hope we see a free swinging, happy, pressureless
2: Coco in this one. Absolutely, it's been such a tough couple of weeks for Coco. I mean, losing in doubles, she lost two match tie breaks and she lost all her singles here so far in straight sets we've seen her forehand really go off so go out there and serve big hit your forehand with margin but go after it and she has not won she's 0-4 against Fiontech she hasn't won a set against Fiontech hardly wins games recently so she has nothing to lose but hopefully she can gain some confidence so that she can start 2023 and also she has Billie Jean King Cup next week but start 2023 on feeling a little bit better.
1: She lost her second singles match to Kazakina and got a little teary in the chair. And in a way, I, I was happy to see it because she wasn't pretending that it didn't hurt it did hurt. It's been a rough week. It's been a first exposure to these WTA finals, which are jam-packed with pressure every match you play.
0: And different playing styles. She played Garcia, hit so hard and took away her time. Then she had almost too much time against Kazakina and now playing someone that she has not had success against. It's, it's going to be tough for her. But again, let's see how Iga approaches this. She already has her match scheduled for tomorrow. She's already into the semifinal. World number one by far.
1: A dominant yes, yes. year, 66 wins, eight titles, the Grand Slam crown, and so much more for Iga Svantec, the world number one, who didn't have that mantle before Ash Barty retired, took it and has run with it ever since. Break for us when we come back. Steven Chanda will get a set for the nightcap in Fort Worth. Our semis are set. Can Coco get one before she heads home back in a-